Everybody out there listening, it is Stay Tuned Sports, and it's your boy King, and believe it, your good friend Jimbo, or not, wow, wow, see, I was kind of, I was going to do a big reveal, I was going to do this whole big reveal Sorry, thing. I'm just excited. And you had to, you had to jump in there and get it, but yes, indeed, <laughs> it is King and Jimbo on the same show for the first time since the very first episode, I believe, in which we did, I think this is episode nine now. Yeah. So we're actually uh, we're actually on the same show. The show was supposed to be Stay Tuned Sports with King and Jimbo, or Jimbo and King, or whatever, with us. And so far, it's really only been either you or me. But finally, here, episode nine, King and Jimbo back together here on Stay Tuned Sports. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm refreshed since uh, coming back from vacation. Ah, yes, you were down in the uh, lovely hills of Tennessee. Uh, well, actually, mountains. Well, rolling hills, rolling hills, rolling hills, <laughs> mountains. Great smoky mountains down there uh, in Tennessee. A lot of moonshine, from what I understand, is oh, down yes. there in those Tennessee hills. And uh, you certainly, uh, from some of the pictures that uh, you have sent uh, during your, your time down there, uh, you have definitely not just purchased, but... Uh, Partaken and imbibed quite a lot of the uh, the uh, local moonshiny kind of flavors down there. Yeah, I'm pretty much almost like a part ownership in three of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, which ones you get? Now, again, we're not sponsored here. Hashtag non-spawn. Uh, but what you what did you get? And let's get let's get a quick a quick uh, a Jimbo moonshine review. Well, so, I mean, we we still went to. Old Smoky. Okay, that's um, your, that's your go-to. That's your, that's the one you even went to last year, right? Yes. Okay. But you know what? There's a new one. It's called Doc Holler. Man, they're starting to give uh, Old Smoky a run for their money. Uh, well, first of all, anything with Doc in the name when it comes to alcohol, I'm 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 all with. Like, oh, uh, you're gonna like these, Doctor McGillicuddy. Uh, the the schnapps, like they have cherry oh, schnapps yeah. and great. Like that stuff. That stuff's really good. So if Dangerous. you have alcohol and it's Doc. I'm with you, uh, but uh, so and I saw that one that you've already you, you, you bought a bunch, you yes. brought a ho- bunch home with you, and uh, one of the ones that I already saw you've already brought it and yeah you tapped it and killed it as soon as you got them <laughs> you didn't save it you know that it was the it was the was it the dock collar no that that was old that smoky, was the old smoky root beer uh, right root beer whiskey. Okay. Well, I mean, moonshine now, is whiskey, but hold, but hold on one second, though. Okay, holding on. The reason why I I, I had an empty one, by a joke on the fiance, I still last year. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the root beer one. Okay. And uh, I was gonna play a joke that I drank the whole thing. She didn't know I still had a little bit left. I had maybe you know uh, like four shots left in the bottle. So I didn't drink a full bottle that night. Only half. That's still a few. 
That's still a little bit. <laughs> now, uh, my only question for you is, did you get the peanut butter one? Hell yes. You did? Okay, and, good. Please don't drink one of that. I got good news. What's that? So that's the dog collar one. Okay. And uh, it, it, it went over so well that last year it was a seasonal. Uh, seasonal. Like a limited edition, right? Yes. Well, they're making it yearly now. Oh, like a permanent edition? So I got edition? a big bottle. Nice. Now, see, that's good. Like, if you if they have, like, a like a, a strawberry or a grape one, you can make a peanut butter and jelly shot. We got strawberry. Oh, perfect. There we go. <laughs> make sure you don't kill those before I come up and visit next, because I definitely want to have me uh, a peanut butter and jelly moonshine shot. Anyway, uh, enough of the alcohol talk for now. By the way, please, Doc Collar and Old Smokey, if you wouldn't mind sponsoring the show and sending a couple of cases our way, that'd be great. Thank you. Uh, but anyway... Uh, this is a sports show, after all. I think we like to talk about sports, and uh, lots going on in the world of sports. Some good, some bad, some interesting, some not. Um, one of the big things coming out uh, in the last couple days, anyway. Uh, obviously, we had the baseball All Star Game on Tuesday. I didn't pay attention. I don't care. I don't like any All Star Game, to tell you the truth. Personally, I just I think they're all boring. And Even the hockey. Yeah, like I can watch the hockey skills competition, but like, and, and even though they changed it up now, and it's like the three-on-three divisional kind of thing that they do now, and even that was kind of fun yeah. and interesting to watch a little bit, but even so, it's still kind of like if if it's on, if I remember it's on, I might take a look at it. But like this year, I completely missed it, and it didn't bother me. I was like, ah, you know, like the skills competition yeah. is, is the best part of the the NHL skills competition is the best part of any of the all-star game uh weekends that there are and even those i mean even that's kind of eh. like people like go oh, the dunk contest or the three-point contest meh i don't care like the home run derby yeah. meh don't care like anything to do with the pro bowl sucks yeah and hockey is like at least the skills competition is somewhat interesting but again i missed it this year and it was just like oh i missed the skills competition i wonder who had the hardest shot and i was like it really wasn't anything so but anyway that's not the real story here. The story coming out of the All-Star break is Manny Machado being traded from the Baltimore Orioles to the Los Angeles Dodgers for a bunch of prospects, as we all kind of figured. We knew the Yankees were making a move, but I'm not sure if the Yankees' move was genuine. I'm, I think the Yankees' move was just kind of more of a... Uh, maybe a ploy, like try to maybe rise the price, you know, put the price up on getting him maybe scare him out of you know scare the Orioles out of trading him into the division like maybe you know away from the Red like if the Red Sox were interested or anybody else was kind of move that uh, yeah I know there was a little talk well a couple months ago about the uh, like a three team trade that the Orioles were going to trade him to the Phillies and the Phillies was going to turn around and trade him to the Yankees right 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 but none of that the Yankees didn't get him I know, and I, I'm sure you, you being an Orioles fan, are very happy that the Yankees didn't get him. As I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure any Red Sox fans out there are certainly very happy that he did not end up in the Bronx. Uh, but uh, he is out in LA. LA's making that big push uh, to try to get over the hump and get uh, a World Series title. Uh, National now, see, this is the part of the year after the All Star break. This is when baseball starts getting serious. This is when you got to start paying attention. And seeing what's going on with the pennant races, the wild card races, 
how's things shaping up, who's shaking down, who's going where. Uh, so we have the the Dodgers are certainly making moves. Certainly, Manny Machado is not going to be the last move made before the trade deadline. Uh, but uh, a lot of interesting things. Obviously, this season did not go the way that the Orioles wanted to. Uh, I don't think they were going to be able to keep Machado anyway, obviously. No, uh, the Orioles not. are just not one of those teams that are going to pay a tremendous amount of money uh, for a star. So, uh, But on top of that, they, it was this season was lost pretty much a week into it. So I think they did the smart move, the best thing that they could have done. You get rid of Machado, who is a great, great player. But you get a ton of prospects in return. You can work on the future. Uh, and, you know, a whole bunch of new players that you can then trade later on when you don't want to pay them. But, uh, you know, you might be exactly. able to get a couple <laughs> years out of them. And we'll see. You know, who knows? Uh, but again, well, you know year, what? what's that? When when we were texting each other uh, earlier today about the Manny trade, um, you said the same thing about the not paying the, the future right you know you know who's the next person I could see get traded from the Orioles who's that Jonathan Scope it's our second baseman okay who is just as just as good as a infielder as he is and he's the same age got drafted the same year and he's gonna be another one looking for that big contract I think he has two more years though well that gives the Orioles time and they can see if they can pull something together the next year or two or not. But if they're a garbage team, go you know going into the All Star break next year or the year after, which would again be his last year in the contract, you might be looking at the same thing here. Uh, unless he's putting, I, I mean, it, it depends. It depends on the numbers he's going to put up. It depends if he wants to do like a hometown discount. It, de- it depends on a lot of things. I think there's a yeah. lot that goes on into those things, but. Um, if the Orioles are smart, and it looks like they're trying to be here, um, you follow the Yankees' model. You know, the Yankees, after they won the World Series in 2009, they were not a really great team. Uh, they tried to do the whole buying players again thing, and that again, like they tried last time, backfired on them. I mean, that, that Yankees dynasty, the team that won five rings in the 90s and, and early 2000s, that was mostly a Yankees team. Like, everybody came up from the Columbus Clippers. They came up from their farm system. And that's yeah. the thing. The Yankees now, most of you look at these Yankees. Aaron Judge, uh, you know, uh, Stanton, Didi, Sanchez. all these guys. You know, these guys are are uh, up from uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Or scranton Wilkesbury. Yeah. sorry. Uh, that's, where, that's where they're coming up from. So, with that... Like if, if I'm the Orioles, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to copy that. I'm looking to say, okay, make the trades, get rid of some people here, but let's do our scouting. Let's get prospects. Let's get, let's build up the farm system. Let's get let's get the homegrown people here, and then like that one year, you know, it'll be like the Astros. Astros did the same thing. The Astros were all time bad. And they, they got a new GM, they got other people in there, and they said, okay, listen, this is going to be a long-term building situation, but this is what we're going to do. And they, they started putting the pieces in immediately, building up the farm system from the very lowest up to AAA, up to the, you know, and they said, we're going to suck. And I like that, that they came out and so basically told the fans, listen, we're going to suck. We're not going to be <laughs> any good. 
but trust us. It's almost like Philly with the trust the process. It's like, trust us. Yeah. We are going to be good. It's just well, going to take a little time. I am curious to see what's going to happen because uh, well, I went to a Rail Riders game uh, beginning of June, I think it was. The Rail Riders? And I don't know if... Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if you remember. You remember how they have the uh, the standings thing up on the wall? Yes. Norfolk was actually up three games or something in, in first place. Right. Compared to the past two, three. They were like last place. And that tells so you now something. It, yeah, yeah. And that's... that's and, a, and, and that's... That's what I was trying to get to. Right. And that's, you know, I think that's... That's the start of their plan, and that's you know if that's the way they're gonna they go about it. That's the smart way to do it, and you know it may not be original, but who cares about originality if you can be successful? You know, exactly. The Astros doing it, the Yankees doing it, you know, all the people like that. It's like, hey, listen, uh, you know, when when uh, uh, Billy Bean came out and did you know the whole you know sabermetrics and base, you know using all the numbers and and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, almost everybody in baseball copied them because it worked. It didn't get the A's a championship, but it worked for other teams even better than it did for the A's. You know, and this is the same yeah. thing. And with the Astros, well, they won a World Series, and on the way to the World Series, they beat the Yankees. Who last year I think surprised. I didn't think going into last year, I had no expectation for the Yankees. Me being a Yankees fan, I had no expectations for them doing anything last year. And they made it to within a game of making the World Series. They brought the Astros to Game 7. And the Astros yeah. were a world-beating team this year. This year, the Yankees are even better. But that's the thing is that, you know, the Yankees kind of came out of nowhere with all these prospects, all these people that everybody's like, oh, where'd they come from? Where'd they come from? Well, they built them up from the farm system. And so you bring them up, and boom, they all of a sudden become huge. You know, Aaron Judge obviously is the big star. But the, the, the one thing I think people seem to forget is that Didi uh, Gregarious is one of the has, has been what the Yankees needed at shortstop. With Derek Jeter yeah. gone, the, the Yankees were kind of you know I think they had Nunez in there for a while. That you know, you know that seems to be like the position and and not having you know you you see Jeter not there and it comes kind of like a big hole and it's like well somebody might be good but he's not Jeter good or something like that. Didi has been he has filled that part of the field so well and that's it they, he did it so well to the point that when people were talking about the Yankees maybe trading for Machado it's like well do we really want him because he says he's shortstop he's not going to move from shortstop he doesn't want to go anything else and it's like well yeah. we don't want to move Didi away from that so now it becomes a whole thing of, of, of what's that and I like that, that that the Yankees have somebody that good to go ahead and, and, and kind of have that feeling now end of the day, I would still love to have Machado. I don't care how they figured out how to put who, what, where. I don't care what kind of, you know, uh, three-card Monty they had to pull off. I would have still loved to have have, have uh, Manny Machado on, on, on the Yankees, but everything being at, oh, at, yeah. at the way that they are, I think the Yankees are set up for a great run. They should, you know, in my opinion, they should make the World Series, but then again, you have Boston, who's doing ridiculously well. It's the Yankees and Boston have been neck and neck all year. Uh, you obviously have the Astros who aren't going away. You know, you have teams that are in there. So again, anything can happen. But I'd like to see the Yankees go ahead and and uh, make that 
run. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see. Like, and I'm not sure where they are in the standings, but if they're like first, second, or whatever, with the the Rays, I would I would like to see them in the World Series. Because like with their their pitching thinking. Who's that? The uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Well, they're not the Devil Rays. They haven't been that for like 15 years, and I don't I think know, they're. I, still I don't that. think they're. I don't think they're anywhere near the playoffs. Oh, okay. Let me see. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'll check that. They Just might because, even be... I don't know. If, did, did, did you see, like, about... About the, who? The head coach... About a month ago, the Rays... The head coach brought closer in. And uh, he wanted him to face the first and the third batter. So, with that second batter, he put the closer on first base to play first until they got past the second batter and put him back on. Can you do that? Yes. I guess so. Uh, I guess if he did it, I guess you can. The Rays right now are in third place uh, in the American League East. They are 49 and 47, so they're two games above 500, uh, which is not okay. bad, until you consider that the Red Sox and the Yankees are in that division, and so being third place and two games over 500 puts you 18 games back. <laughs> <laughs> they are 18 games back of the Red Sox right now. The Red Sox are 68 and 30, which puts them 38 games above 500. So you have to, that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, Tampa Bay. I don't think he's making the playoffs. The Yankees are second in the AL East. They are 62 and 33, so they are four and a half games back uh, of the Red Sox as it stands right now. Your Orioles. Remember the Mets from a couple years. Your Orioles are bringing up the ass end of that division. They are twenty-eight and sixty-nine. Ha <laughs> Sixty-nine. Hey, hey, at least we got past twenty wins. Uh, that's hey, listen, that is something. You are uh, you are thirty-nine and a half games back. <laughs> so you got some work to do. <laughs> a little. Uh, but by far, uh, the Red Sox and Yankees are the class. Uh, Yankee, the Yankees, Red Sox, and the Astros are definitely the class uh, of the American League. Uh, the Indians are leading their division uh, with 52 wins and 43 losses. The Astros are obviously leading their division. Uh, they have 64 wins and 35 losses. Uh, just looking quickly at the rest of the National League, uh, the Phillies. Now, see, this is why I should pay attention to baseball a little bit. I haven't paid attention at all. I don't know if anybody's noticed. This is not really your your statisticians or you know hardcore sports talk radio show. We're more you know your bar flies kind of sports talk here. So I haven't been paying attention to baseball, and that's surprising me right now because the Phillies are in first place in the NL East. Dude, they've been up there like all year. That's that is surprising as hell to me. They are fifty three and forty two. They are a half a game ahead of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the Nationals, who I think were a favorite going into this year, the last couple of years, they are at 500. They're third place, 500. They're five and a half games back wow. of the Phillies. But at least 500 there gives you five and a half games back, whereas in the AL East, it means you're 13 and a half games back. <laughs> so that, I'm sorry, it, that's kind of funny. It is, but here's the thing. The Mets the, the Mets are at, in last with 39-55 is their win-loss, but they're 13 and a half games back. So they're in the same spot as the Devil Rays are, and the Devil Rays are two games over 500, and the Mets are 16 games under. 
that just goes to show yeah. you what the AL East is like compared to the rest of the, the Major League Baseball. Uh, but the, the Mets in last place makes me happy, so screw the Mets. Uh, you know what the Mets should do to get their season back on track? What's that? Call Tim Tebow up. At this point, what's the harm? At least it'll get some asses in the seats, at least. But you know what else, too? And he was and an all-star. You you he was an all-star. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. And uh, remember last year you said, oh, he would never get past single A, and I said I said he would? Just saying. I don't think... I don't think here's the thing, though. He, I think it's... He'll get, if he gets to the majors, it'll be for a marketing kind of deal. It'll be like... But know, he's not playing bad. No, he's not. He's not... By any means, by any stretch, people want to take a crap on Tim Tebow all the time just because he's Tim Tebow. And that's a shame. Because here's this guy... I mean, listen, he made it into the NFL as a quarterback as much as everybody liked to poo-poo him. He made it to the... And he won a playoff game. He beat the Steelers. I hate to tell anybody that. He threw that pass. He got the Broncos uh, 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 into the playoffs and had them beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got crushed in that week. Play. But, oh, fluke, whatever. <laughs> it was a good crossing route, and then, you know, the Steelers were just terrible. That doesn't take away the fact that he still did it. You know what I mean? And he yeah, may be, no, and he, he may be an, oh, he's an awful, he's an all-time bad quarterback, blah, 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 blah. You know what? He still played in the NFL. And now he has a chance to possibly play in, in Major League Baseball. That'd be nuts. That'd be a hell of an accomplishment for that guy. And all the, all the charity work he does, all the good-natured stuff that he does... I, I find it hard that people hate the guy. And I think people only hate him because ESPN covers him. And it's like, oh, well, ESPN overcovers this guy. Oh, etc. Oh, everything's Tebow, 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 Tebow time, Tebow time. And everybody does that. And so people hate on him. Even though there's not a bad bone in that dude's body. So, I mean, if he does make it, if he does, I mean, I'm going to find a hard time rooting against him. Even if he's with the Mets. I, you kind of yeah. have to, I, I personally have to root for Tim Tebow. I think I like the guy. So let him, you know, if he comes up, if he makes it up there, even if it's just a publicity stunt, whatever. Let him get, let him get up there, see if he can hit a few dingers, and get some butts in the seats and get people interested. You know what I mean? So Let's, let me ask you something. Good nuts. If he does make it to, you know, the Mets, like even if it's just for one game or ten games, would you consider him the Vincent, Vincent DePauli of baseball? The what? Remember the... The Eagles. Um. No, 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 no. Because that guy was a, a, a jerk-off loser bartender who went, to an up, who went to an open tryout for an NFL team and kind of got lucky, local guy, whatever. But that's a, that's a great story. Don't get me wrong. But Tim Tebow is a world-class athlete. Say what you want about whether or not he can throw a football or not. Physically, athletically, he is a great athlete. So to, to me, you have somebody who's already made the NFL and now is going to make Major League Baseball that that's that's a great story but it's not one of the that's not like a tr- super underdog story that's not like wow this guy came out of nowhere was a was a nobody tending bar and now he's all of a sudden doing something this is Tim Tebow world class a- class athlete doing world class athlete stuff so i mean I cool story but not on the level of the of the Vince Papale stuff yeah i mean i i think it would though plus eagles suck. i think not not in uh, February. Uh, yeah, no, they sucked in February too. They just got lucky. That's pure luck. <laughs> like a fluke play. Yeah, very a couple of fluke plays. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if if Brady wasn't injured, 
he would have caught that football. That would have been a touchdown. <laughs> they would have never had to, some fourth and goal crap that, you know, the Eagles cheated on. They were offside. They were in illegal formation. And all that other oh, stuff. Oh, be, that be Philly, nice. Philly special. It's all that. That ah, was a, a judgment ah, call. Ah, oh, you bunch of cheaters. It's a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> it's a tainted ring. It's a tainted... Uh, no, I can't call it an ugly ring. That is a very I nice was going to say... That's a, that's a beautiful, beautifully designed ring. Just to, Even though I hate the Eagles, that Super Bowl ring is a nice goddamn ring. Shoulders uh, got my uh, ring in. Oh, did he? Yeah. How I didn't get it look? yet, but... Oh, oh yeah. Well, I didn't get Yeah. I want to see it because I've seen some. It, depend, it really depends on where you get it because I've seen some that are like for 40 bucks but are top quality. Like, I mean, that stuff yeah. looks genuine. And then there's other things I've seen on there for like 200 bucks that... It looks like molded. I'll say it, molded shit. It does. <laughs> it looks terrible. So I certainly hope he got you the good forty dollar one and not the crappy two hundred dollar one. Well, I mean, he showed me his penguins one. So I mean, that's a shitty one. I know. The, the, it seems like as technology has gotten better, they've gotten much better with making the rings. Because I saw somebody with a Cubs one that they spent forty bucks on. And it looks just like it. Like, it's you can't tell. It's even got all the jewels in it that are done right. It's not It's it's not like those screwed up looking jewels. It's not painted. Yeah. It actually looks really nice. And, you know, but it seems like those are only for some of the later ones. And I think some of the Eagles ones are kind of like along that. And some of the Stanley Cup ones that I've seen as well, like the newest Penguins one and some of the, the Blackhawks ones. I've seen some Devils ones that I wanted to get. And they're all pretty bad. Uh, oh, really? There's one that's okay that kind of has the jewels in it and it looks okay. But, I mean, I think it's working with older technology. You know, it was working with an older stuff like people just trying to make it look as good as possible. Whereas now I think people can get it almost like 3D printed and, you know, sent it out and people in China make it one, two, three, bing, bang, boom, and you get it. You know, so I think that the, the whole fake ring market has gotten a lot better. And and that's the thing. A lot of people get upset with like, oh, it's a fake ring from China. Why would you want to get that? Because, listen, I'm not going to spend the, what is it, uh, $11,000 for the ring, yeah. for the actual, like, all blinged out ring that they, you know, they use, or, or even the lesser fan one is still $700. And it's like the cheapest version that you can get officially, $700, and it looks nothing like the Super Bowl ring that they actually have. Or... I could spend forty bucks on yeah, probably you know it's 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 made from copper or tin or whatever, but it looks just like the ring, and I'm wearing it as a fan anyway. I don't want it to have the real jewels in it. I don't want to have something that expensive. I just want some you know something I can wear to the bar or something I can wear to the game. And I just be like I'm an Eagles fan. We're champions. Boo! Look at that, you know. Or I'm a Giants fan. Boo! Here's yeah. the ring. Boom! You know that's what I want. So the whole thing like oh that's you know. Screw that! I I I like that. That's that's what I want. That's not anything bad. Like people also talk about, oh, how could you get a fake jersey? You know, why would you want to get a fake jersey? That jersey's so fake. Why would you want to do that? Because why would you want to spend three hundred dollars for a jersey that for most of the people now that make it, whether it's the NFL and now the NHL jerseys that they make with Fanatic and other stuff are just ridiculously awful and bad quality. Yeah. When I can get a fake jersey from China that looks just like it, if you get the good ones, don't get don't get the real you know real bad ones. But you get it, 
and it, lo- it you know it looks the deal. Yeah, there might be one or two little things in it that maybe don't look right, but if you know, I don't care. I just want it to have fruit of Jersey, and if it costs me thirty bucks instead of three hundred, I'd rather that. I mean, wouldn't that be common sense, though? If anything, why spend twenty to two hundred? And, and 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 here's the thing: I'm 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 an artist. I'm a graphic artist, so I'm I'm definitely against like pirating and intellectual property theft and all that stuff. I, I I don't like bootlegs. I don't like people who do bootlegging. I don't like pirating. I don't like any of that. But to that extent, the the the, the problem is the quality of the jerseys that have been made for fans to wear in the last 20 years has steadily declined and gone down while the price for said jerseys has remarkably gone up and that's not right in my eyes well it's more about the um quantity over quality and in my mind here's if you're gonna offer terrible products at a ridiculous markup I'm going to look for a different option. That's just, you know what? I hate to say it. That's capitalism. I'm sorry. If somebody's going to offer me a product that is identical or nearly identical to what you're selling me for 10% of what you're charging, I'm going to go with that one. I'm sorry. Call me a bad guy. Uh, I, I agree. Call me somebody that's day and well, you get what you pay for it. You know what? That's fine. But I'm not wearing a jersey every day. I'm wearing it once in a while, once during the games. If it's a football jersey on, you know, for for uh, uh, you know Sundays or stuff like that. If it's a hockey jersey, maybe if I'm going to the game or if I'm going out to the bar to watch it or something, I'll wear it. But I'm not going to wear it too much more often than that. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like it's this this thing. There's no reason that these jerseys. I mean, I remember getting an authentic New York Giants jersey for like a hundred bucks back in the day, and it was authentic. Yeah. It was sewn in number, like it was one that was used on, like the same kind of one that was used on the field. Get it for a hundred bucks, and it was at, I think it was at Modell's or something like that. Uh, back when I used to live in Jersey, uh, okay. you know, and and you try to find an authentic NFL jersey now. Which is, first of all, nearly impossible, because you know Nike has all the different levels. You can get this level jersey, and they all look like T-shirts. None of them are yeah. on-field jerseys. If you actually want to get like an actual on-field jersey, you can't find it. And if you do, it's going to cost you like four hundred dollars. Why? Why? Like the the screen printed ones too. That's the thing for the, the, yeah. the these are the fan experience jerseys. Just call it a goddamn T-shirt then. There's yeah. no reason, and those coats still cost you between seventy and one hundred and twenty dollars yeah, for exactly. the cheap, nasty screen-printed stuff. Why? Why? Makes no sense to me. And so, you know what? If people are going to buy bootlegs of that, that's fine, because maybe it'll send a message to the leagues and to these teams. Like, listen, you can't charge this ridiculous. You know, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're thinking, but you have to. You have to. You have to rethink how you're doing this how you're charging for these for these products and for this apparel this stuff is insane dude if you want to get an officially licensed branded hoodie for a team it's costing you 70 bucks for a hoodie yeah that's insane that's insane to me man boy did we go off on a tangent here i didn't even well, get to tell just, everybody the nl central and nl west 
I was just gonna say, you know, about the NFL. You see, see about Bell. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Speaking yes, Le'Veon Bell from the Steelers. Uh, what's going on with him? They offered him $70 million, and he said, no, thank you. Now, before everybody jumps down me about um, guaranteed money and stuff like that, it's still $70 million. Like, just give me uh, like a, a 16th of it. And I'll be having it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be your you fan can, yeah, for life. But, yeah, but you can't you can't play running back either. I could look good like it though. No, no, you can't. You get you you would <laughs> you, you would get on there and you a blade of glass of grass would murder you. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing: like I, I, you, when it comes to sports, at this point, it's almost like you have to you you can't look at the money and put it in comparison of yourself. Like you that that kind of stopped. To me, that stopped being a thing with A-Rod's contract. When A-Rod signed with the Texas Rangers and got the... He had the first $100 million contract. Oh, okay. And, like, everybody started going, $100 million, blah, 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 blah. And that's kind of what me, when I kind of just turned off, like, what the money would mean to me. And I started just using it more as, like, I think what it's used for by these athletes and for the teams and for the leagues and everything, which is basically just a way to keep score. It's just, you know what? I'm... It's... I'm this good this is what I think I'm worth to these teams and if someone's going to pay that then at that point it's not so much about money yeah sure they're going to be set for the rest of their lives if they know what they're doing and they invest it right unlike some players that we have known and we have seen uh, but as if they invest it right and they don't think like they'll never have to work a day in their life after their playing career is done but that's the way it seems like here's the thing though like with that thinking, if he would have accepted that, because I looked at other running backs with the, you know, who have recently signed extensions. The highest paid one I think right now is like Devontae Free, the Falcons. Okay. And he was like forty million. So you're telling me that you think Bell is almost twice as good as him? Yes. You're nuts. Le'Veon Bell is worth a lot. I'm not saying he's not. And if he wants to be the highest paid player and he thinks he can get it, and the thing is, he's being told he can get it. And he's not just being told by his agent. There's people around the league from other teams. Well, you can't do that. That's tampering. Yeah, right. Like, they don't talk to each other. Yeah, no, that's all going on. There's people telling him, listen, you can make your... If you hit free agency... Capitalism at work. People are going to want Bell. And at this point, he's not going to stay with the Steelers because the Steelers had a chance to sign him over and over and over again, and they haven't, and they kept franchising, kept franchising, kept franchising. I think two things are going to come from this. One, Le'Veon's going to get paid. It's not going to be with Pittsburgh, but he's going to get paid. He's going to get his he's gonna, money, though. He's, oh, he's going to get his money. He's going to get the money he wants. The money that he's thinking about, the money that he's looking for, he's gonna get that money. Especially if yeah, he ha- if he has if he has another world beater season, like if he just goes out there and just puts his nuts on everybody's face and just runs all over ever. If he does the old Marshawn Lynch, just jumps in the end zone, grabs his nuts, and is just single handedly just running all over people, he's getting that money. Two, I think this is the next. 
collective bargaining agreement. And hopefully we don't get a lockout and or strike. But the next collective bargaining agreement, you're going to see the franchise tag gone. I don't know if you're going to see it gone, but I think they're going to... You're going to see You're um, going to see it gone. And they, maybe they'll negotiate it for a one-time use only ever. Or they're going to restructure like how it's... But I'm telling you, that franchise tag is gone. That's going to be the biggest sticking point. The other sticking point is that the NFL, again, they're going to tr- the players are going to look for getting guaranteed contracts like NBA yeah. and other stuff. And I don't think they're going to get... I think that's the one thing that the owners will dig their heels on. But if that's the case, what I think... The reason I think the franchise tag might go is as that bargaining chip. Like, the players are going to say, we want guaranteed, we want guaranteed, we want guaranteed. And the owners will say, you're not getting guaranteed. But here's what we'll do. Instead of giving you the guaranteed, because you're not getting a guaranteed contract, we'll get rid of the franchise tag altogether. And that'll be... And I think if that happens... I think the players will, will grab that deal. And what about if the owners... Because like I, I think what's going to happen with their franchise tag, and this kind of goes back to Bell, he wants to get paid as a, spe, a special weapon or sp, special offense. Like He doesn't yeah, want to like, get paid uh, as a running back. Yeah, I forget which... Uh, like Jimmy Graham. Right. He's the he, one that started it. Yeah, because... Well, listen, he lined up for most of his plays... As a wide receiver, not in a tight end position, yeah. And so he wanted to get paid like that, but that's it. And that's the thing is that apparently there's a different pay, there's a pay structure for each position or something like that. Yeah, it's a percentage, and I think you'll see that kind of added instead of the franchise tag being taken away. It'll almost it'll almost be like fantasy football where they'll have it'll be a flex position. Exactly. You're yeah. gonna have your running backs, your your fullbacks, your quarterbacks, your linemen, wide receivers, and flex where you're just yeah. gonna have the guy who's you know almost like an h-back kind of situation or something where he's just kind of all over so but i think uh I, this is where again i fundamentally disagree with you i think Le'Veon, he's gonna get paid i think he's well within uh his thinking to get paid and i think pittsburgh dropped the ball by not paying by not at least know. trying to work in good faith and try to get a deal done. Because uh, as he, much he as you might look at $70 million as being a great deal, they lowballed him. They lowballed what he was looking for. And the thing is, he knows he's going to be able to make his money once he hits there. And this is the last time, because they can franchise him again next year. But if they do that, then I think it's they have to pay him. It goes from being the highest paid, whatever the highest paid of the running back is, now they would have to pay him the highest paid quarterback. No, see, if, I thought yeah, if they, they fran- only could no, if they tag fran- twice. If they franchise him again next year, because they can, but if they franchise him again, uh, it would go to uh, the, the price jumps from being highest paid running back to the highest paid of quarterback. And oh, okay. the Steelers are not going to do that. So we know <laughs> so I that. I guess that's why he thinks he's out. So he knows. No, he knows he's out. Everybody knows he's yeah. out. Pittsburgh. Yeah, th- that's the thing. That's he's definitely not getting that that franchise tag next year. So he's not going to be a Steeler beyond this year. So but, what team do you think will pay him? I don't know. We'll have to see next year. I, I, yeah, I can't. You can't put that out there right now. Who knows? Who knows what happens? You know. Why? Mel Kuyper has his 2020 
Mel Kuyper is a poofy haired idiot. Screw him. <laughs> and Merrill Hodge. And uh, uh, who's that other one? Who's the oh. one on NFL Network that does his goofy crap like that? Uh, well, there's like three of them, aren't there? Yeah, though he's the younger looking guy. Yeah, but begins with an M. I, I forget his. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Screw yeah. it. Uh, we got our mock draft here for two <laughs> years from now in college. Dude, you oh, don't even know if half those guys Mayock. are staying or going. Mayock. That. Yeah. Mayock the cop. Philly boy. God, what a douche. Screw him. Screw Kuiper. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. I hate both of them. Charles Barkley bad? Oh, um, Charles Barkley terrible. That's why I just, I can't. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know why I have such a venomous hatred for those two. I just do Oh, look at it. If you look at the big board over here, look at my big giant board. My board is throbbing with all of these collars. Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Mel. Everybody's tired of your big shoe polish, blacked hair. That shit's probably plastic anyway. You goofy looking bastard. <laughs> Play-Doh. He wants to be Elvis, but, you know, he's just, he's just a nerd. Nerd. God. Oh... <laughs> uh, but, hey, next week, football training camp starts. Yes, that's right. Here we go, baby. The well, long I mean, technically, gone. a couple teams already started. Baltimore, I know, already started their camp. But I think that's because they're playing in the Hall of Fame game, so they wanted to get a weak jump. What about but, Chicago? And I think Chicago did, too. Okay. So, yeah, because uh, I saw that today or yesterday. But... I think that's the only reason why. So the training camp for real starts next week for everybody. Uh, and then uh, that's it. Then I think it's what the following week is the first weekend of August where we have uh, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. And preseason's upon us. Well, we'll all be it? very interested in that first week and then nobody will watch for the rest. <laughs> but hey, we still got, you know, uh, Canadian football, which I'm very interested in. Have you Did ever you see about the flag football? I, I saw two seconds of it and got bored and turned it off. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was not. That what? did not entertain me at all. Maybe was if I was the drunk. Pros or the amateurs you watched? Maybe if I was drunk. I, uh, I was watching the pros. When the I turned it, when I turned it on, When I turned it on, it was pros. And listen, the pros bored me, so I think amateurs would bore me even more. Uh, but, like, I just, it did not hold my interest. It was like... Eh, you know, it, I, I guess maybe if I got if I was drunk and or high, maybe I would enjoy it a little bit more. But maybe I was neither one of those things. So I was stuck in Virginia, so I had to watch it that way. Oh, uh, I hope she's okay. Ha! <laughs> 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 da 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 da. Sex joke. I <laughs> uh, shouldn't say that. We're gonna get kicked off the air. Well, not <laughs> off the air. We're gonna kicked off the internet. How yeah, dare probably. you make such a microaggressive statement in this rape culture? Right, whatever, it's just a sex <laughs> joke. Uh, so what else do we got? We got uh, we a couple baseball. retirements too. <clears throat> we covered baseball. We covered our oh, well. I know Darrell Rivas retired. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Came in with the Jets. Went to got uh, he, he left in free agents to go to Tampa Bay. Uh, then I think he went to New England. And then went back to the Jets, where he did nothing. Uh, I think overall, not an impressive career. Not for what really? he was brought in as. He was supposed to be the game-changing cornerback. And 
Revis Island. He, and all he this lost other him, stuff. so he blew his knee out. And he had not, like, even, like, he had maybe one. He came in with the hype, and the hype was with him for a little bit. For, like, maybe his first two seasons with the Jets. But after that, he was an average to middling secondary man. I was just, I'm, I, like, I saw some people saying, hey, see you in the Hall of Fame, champ, and all that stuff. Like, nah. No. I could see him being in the Hall of Fame. No. Definitely not first no, ballot, though. No, no, I do not see Darrell Revis in the Hall of Fame at all. I'm sorry. Maybe it's a hot take. Oh, my God. Hot take alert. But I do not see Darrell Revis as, as a Hall of Famer in any way, shape, or form. It's just, uh, you know, good career. Not not what I think anybody expected. Maybe it's a case of unrealistic expectations and he couldn't meet them. Uh, but not not a Hall of Fame talent in my mind. Good, not great. You know, he got his ring with the Patriots, you know, but again, it's not hard to get a ring with the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you get put on the Unless Patriots... you play the Eagles or the Giants. Your, your chance of getting... Yeah, that's it. You know, and that's it. Either one of them have to get into the Super Bowl here. But if you're going to the Patriots, you got a higher percentage than most of getting a Super Bowl ring. So, uh, yeah. you know, he got his ring with the Patriots. Good for him. But uh, his time with the Jets and then especially his very forgettable time in Tampa Bay, Not he's not a Hall of Famer. Not not in my eye. Not not in the eyes of King. So let it be written. So let it be done. In the King's judgment, Darrell Revis. Will be not a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. Not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, so let me talk to you about a little bit of basketball. Oh, why? Hold on. I got to go put my because, headphones on mute. Well, Okay, no, fine. This, this bothered me. Okay. A couple couple weeks ago that you had the show. Right. And you were, you were basically uh, blowing LeBron. Okay. Do you really think he's the greatest of all time? Yes. And I don't think it's a question. Being in the greatest single talented individual to play the game of basketball in the history of the sport since Dr. James Naismith created it in Kansas in whatever, 18-something or other. Yes, LeBron James is the greatest basketball talent there is. There has ever been. He's he's the greatest journeyman. So what if he's a journeyman? He's still the greatest basketball talent ever, and I don't think it's arguable. Can't see it. And I used to. And that's a. I get people, you know, uh, give him a lot of stuff for the decision and going to Miami and starting a whole super team thing and doing all that stuff. I understand that. I can understand not liking him for that. I understand not rooting for him. But you have to take yourself away from that and look at it objectively. Look at it. Take take the emotion out of it. And just look at it, at what he's done, his numbers, his things. And everybody's like, oh, but Michael Jordan was able to do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Michael Jordan had a goddamn all-star team around him. And if you forget, when he didn't have these players like Pippen, like Rodman, like Kerr, like like Pat, like all those guys, when he didn't have those guys, what did Michael Jordan do? Nothing. The Bulls were garbage. I still think he the, won one. The, no. With um, no, he didn't. Say, no, that was a he didn't win until uh, his team that he had for like the first one. It was him, 
Pippen, Horace Grant, uh, 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 Pac, was it Paxton? Uh, uh, and 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 today, yeah. but still, he had a he had a great team around him then. But it wasn't until he got those pieces that he did anything. Uh, now, to, and here's what it was, that, it was this I'm season. Not that it was LeBron isn't top three. No, he's he, no, he's three. more than top three. He's he's number one, and it's not close. There's him. There's a forty mile gap, and then there's Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, that the the idea. The people put it, oh, well, Jordan's obviously the best, untouchable, blah, 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 blah. Kiss my nuts. I love Jordan. Jordan's great. Jordan may sell more shoes, and he might be the better marketable player. He might be the better all that kind of, you know, uh, uh, jazz, better PR, other things like that. Yeah. Better with the press, obviously, I think. But as far as uh, talent-wise, if you put Prime on Prime, I don't th- if you put Prime Michael Jordan, Prime Time Michael Jordan, on this year's Cleveland Cavaliers, if they make the playoffs, they're not getting out of the first round. Not happening. And that's I if disagree. they made the playoffs. LeBron James carried a team that didn't have a business n- sniffing eighth place, never mind a goddamn playoffs. That Cleveland Cavaliers team was nothing. And he's single-handedly... Get, and everybody's going to say, oh, well, it's his own fault. He picked his own team. Listen, Kyrie Irving wanted out of Cleveland. He did. That had nothing to do with LeBron. Kyrie just wanted out. He wanted to be the guy. So he went to Boston. Yeah. Good for him. Whatever. And then they got Isaiah Thomas, whose hip was terrible. They, in the Boston Celtics, what they did to Isaiah Thomas is borderline criminal as far as his health. And that's a shame. But Isaiah Thomas didn't work out in Cleveland. They didn't really have anybody. Like it, it just kind of all the pieces that they thought they had fell apart. And that's a shame. And I'm, I'm but, not saying I'm not taking um, anything away from LeBron for this past season because yeah, that I will agree with you, especially when you have J.R. Smith playing alongside you. But uh, I, I just don't think he's better than Jordan. I would take Jordan. No, prime. nope, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player in the history of the sport. And I will fight anybody on that. I, you can at me if you want, at King of Skunk Duck on Twitter. And you can do it at uh, at, at, uh, at the Stay Tuned Sports Twitter as well, at ST Sports Podcast over there on Twitter. Go ahead, at me, at the show, where your opinion stands on this. Because I'm telling you, LeBron James, greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, uh, and you know people are going to again argue with that well you know yeah he went to Miami and created super teams and now he's going to LA and he's gone back and forth and blah 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 blah. so what that doesn't you, you have to take the emotion away oh he abandoned Cleveland and then he went back to Cleveland now he's abandoning Cleveland again or he's going to LA to be Mr. Hollywood take that out of it just look at it from a clearly if you want to look at it from, from the eyeball test to actual looking at statistics to just the, what is it what this man has done. There hasn't been a finals since, what, 2009? That hasn't had a LeBron James team in it. LeBron James has been in eight straight finals. So has the Golden State Warriors. No, they haven't. They've been in four. They've been in four. Not eight. So So does that make Steph Curry like the greatest? When Steph Curry hits eight, we'll see. But then again, Steph Curry is on an all-star team. And listen... You have to look at it. 
Kevin Durant was the best player on that team this year. Not Stephen Curry. LeBron James, on every team he's been on, even the superstar Miami Heat teams that he was on, he was the best player on the team. LeBron James was the best player in Cleveland. LeBron James was the best player in Miami. LeBron James was by far the best player in Cleveland again. And guess what? LeBron James is the best player in Los Angeles. And I will agree with some of the... There's been some of the talking heads out there that say when LeBron James got traded to the Lakers, he automatically became the best player the Lakers ever had. And guess what? He is. LeBron James is the greatest player that will ever put on a Lakers shirt. I disagree there. Nope. Kobe Bryant may be more loved, and rightfully so. Nope. Jerry West is the damn logo. Uh, rightfully so. Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, who again was straight, you know, was was a Milwaukee Buck for most of his career. You know, all all that, all all those players, yes, great players, great in the history of Los Angeles. Shaquille O'Neal, great, great Laker. Everybody's a Laker for life. All that kind of stuff. Blah 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 blah. Great. You're forgetting Talent? one great player. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who I'm forgetting. You're who? forgetting about Ball, dude. He's a, if he pisses <laughs> off LeBron once, he's going to trade him to, like, Atlanta for, like, a bag of balls. Or he's going to trade him for a bag of pucks. They don't mean, puck, it's a different sport. I don't care. Trade him for a bag of pucks. That, that's how bad he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? But here's the thing. With LeBron James being on the Lakers now, the Lakers are a legitimate threat to make the finals. They have to go through Golden State and Houston, obviously, but they're a legitimate threat. Look what happened to Cleveland. LeBron James leaves Cleveland... Cleveland went from being an NBA Finals team to they're going to be last place in the Eastern Conference. There's no question, nothing about that. They are going to be garbage. They are going to be... They definitely are. They are going to be terrible. They're going to be worse than the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to be... I don't know about that. Yeah, dude, they're going to be... And granted, Brooklyn's (laughs) terrible. They're going to be bad. Cleveland's going to be historically bad. It's going to be like one of those things. What team had the greatest drop-off the following year after making a finals appearance? Guess what? That answer is going to be the 2018-2019 Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't think that's going to be... What are you going to do if it's the opposite? What's that? If Cleveland wins the... If Cleveland wins the NBA title next year, make a bet. I will run through Times Square in New York buck-ass naked. Mark it down. It's on here. It's recorded. I am putting that bet on, <laughs> guaranteed. I will do it, and I will do it bathed in baby oil. All right, let's not. And freak. I can't run, so I will let's strut. Let, let's not freak all the New Yorkers out. I will so, strut through Times Square. Listen, I already did a, an embarrassing bet one time in Times Square in New York when the Giants lost to the Ravens in Super Bowl Thirty-Five. So it's nothing new to bet? me. What's that? Oh, I had to go shirtless with uh, the Ravens logo painted on my chest <laughs> and uh, I think a big sign that said I'm a pedophile or something oh Jesus yeah no it was bad it was bad I, th- I did that for uh, uh, Ron and Fez when they used to be on in WNEW in New York and you know shock jocks oh, okay. were still a thing and you could still be kind of edgy and all that kind of stuff yeah uh, that's when I did that yeah that was a long time ago but yeah so I'm not I'm not I'm not a uh a newcomer when it comes to paying off these kind of bets. But I guarantee, I will guarantee, I will put every, I'll put my nuts on all. You can cut my nuts off if the Cleveland Cavaliers win the NBA title next year. 
I gar- I d- 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 you want me to put anything on it? I'll put anything. I will shoot myself in the face with a shotgun. I will Kurt Cobain myself. <laughs> if, uh, it's, there's, dude, there's no way. Well, there's, I don't know Courtney Love. I could, I, well, I could Courtney Love myself, yeah. <laughs> Courtney Love myself. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, you could put anything. You could put anything on it. I, 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 you, you could tell me to bet anything you want. There is no way in God's living earth that the Cleveland Cavaliers are sniffing the playoffs, let alone making the NBA Finals. Let alone making the Finals. Halfway through the season, if they're looking good, I'm going to look at you like Vicky Valencorn from uh, Waterboy. Remember, remember that scene? No, I don't. All um, you said, all you did was mention a name and a movie, and gave me no context as to what you were talking about. It's it, it's it's like an iconic scene. The the commentator from like ABC College is like looking over at her, and she's like, "Final score is gonna be twenty eight five. Oh, okay. When she okay, well now I know what scene you're talking about. I mean, everybody knows that scene. No, yeah, but you have to give it context. You can't just say, you know, Vicky Valancourt <laughs> and Waterboy, go. And it's like, well, I don't know. Is it the one where she's looking through the window where she's like, I want if do you want me to kill them? Or is it the one where she says, you know, do you like my boobies? Or like, which, like, which one? Like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you missed me? Oh. <laughs> We're going to have to find a way to have this connection break more often. <laughs> I'll just have the fiance mess with her next more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if there's too much more to go on as far as sports. What's happened this week? Uh, there's been a couple other things. There was that Brewers player who had some of his tweets from when he was 17. Oh yeah, you know come what? out where he was saying some rather. Uh, like, here's the thing. Uh, I understand the whole, uh, you know, you're young and you're stupid. Listen, I have said things exactly. and done things on the internet that I am certainly not proud of and would never want somebody to look up because they're embarrassing and they are bad. And I have said terrible things in the in the you know idea of being edgy and trying to be funny and all this kind of stuff. And it, 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 it was terrible judgment at the time. And you look back at it now, and it's like you get blushed. You get embarrassed by the things yeah. you have said and done when you were younger. And, and obviously a lot past. dumber. Uh, so there's a couple things here where you have to consider. Like, when does... When, when are you allowed to scrub those sins away? When are you allowed to say... You know, this isn't what, you know, this isn't what I meant. This is, you know, I was young and stupid. Does that count? Because some of the things he said were bad. Now, again, we live in a new age now where no matter, you know, if you say, you can say some things, but if you say something regarding to race or sexual orientation, which he did, and they were straight, he basically, on one of his tweets was just, uh, I believe it said, I just plain don't like N-words. Okay. Because I didn't see any of the tweets. Yeah, well, That's the thing. Uh, you're no, arguing no. based on that. When you see some of the tweets, that's when you're like, who 
you know, I'm usually a proponent for like, you know, letting saying things, you know, you're young and stupid, let bygones be bygones, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But then you see some of that stuff and it's like I can legitimately understand why people are upset. Now, this, again, kind of almost feeds into the uh, latest controversy with uh, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. By uh, They reinstated Hulk Hogan into their Hall of Fame. And a lot of people and a lot of WWE talent uh, were not happy. We're not pleased with it uh, because of the things that he said in the Gawker sex tape uh, that was made by Bubba the Love Sponge, that scummy son of a uh, idiot and his nasty-ass wife. Um... Now, granted, you know, what Hogan said was bad, but, you know, it comes to, it comes to those things like, man, if you were recorded every day of your life, or you were recorded yeah. in private when you didn't, like, I wonder how many people who come out here and, and try to say, <clears throat> you know, all these different kind of things and be like, oh, how terrible thing, why would we say that, da, 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 if somebody had a tape on them when they thought they were alone and what they really said and really thought I wonder how many of those people would shut up real quick you know what I mean so it doesn't yeah. excuse and again it doesn't excuse what Hogan said but uh, I mean th there's there's got to be a level of that now the point is with all of that uh, considered if you will uh you know, the, again, there, there's this thing with Hogan. It's been three years since that all came out. Uh, you know, where he was uh, let go from WWE. He wasn't on there. He's, you know, tried to do the apologizing thing. But there's still some people out there. Uh, the New Day, one of the WWE talents, the, the three-man tag team. And Titus O'Neil uh, recently okay. made statements saying uh, they understand why Hulk Hogan is back in the Hall of Fame. They don't have a issue or problem with somebody being so prominent in the history of, of wrestling being in the Hall of Fame, but they don't think that he's being sincere with his apologies, and they don't want to see him in, you know, as part of the programming, as part of any of that, until they see some kind of legitimate uh, contrition and, and stuff like that from him, which I can understand. Yeah. And that's what they want to do, that's fine. But it comes to a point, like, when do you... <clears throat> when, when, when are you forgiven... For some of those things. Now, granted, I think it's a different situation between Hogan and, and this this Brewers pitcher. Where I forget his name already. Uh, hater, hater. Well, he truly was a hater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for the stuff that he put down, and again, yeah, it was when he was like 16, 17 years old. But for him, it was really only a couple of years ago. And yeah, he might have matured. He might have a little bit more world experience. He might not try. You know, he, he, he's probably not trying to. You know, be edgy. I could, you know, and most teenagers always try to be edgy, push the envelope, things like that. I get that. Oh, well, yeah. But, and this is the danger when it comes to uh, social media in this day and age is that you can't do that a lot because it's going to catch up with you. It's going to get you. Yeah. You have to be careful with anything that you say. Now, here's the thing if he never made Major League Baseball and was just some local dude. Like in an office job or working as a bartender or whatever the case is, nobody would know and nobody would care. But he's a bit, I mean, he's a, he's a baseball player, he's famous, and there, that's it. There's accounts on Twitter 
<clears throat> one of them I follow because it's kind of funny. It's called uh, I think it's called Old Player Tweets, where it's basically oh, really? this, this entire account goes through all the old you know famous players and goes through their tweets from when they like first started Twitter. And some of them are hilarious. Some of them are about like eating ass, and some of them are about you know smoking weed while getting a blowjob, and some of them are just like. You know, it, it's funny, and it's, it's like, oh, my God, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. Yeah. But then sometimes you'll get something like this, where the guy comes out and says massively homophobic things and massively racist things, like, I just don't plain like N-words. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to defend that, even if you're saying, well, you know, he was just a kid. Oh, he might have changed. Nowadays, it's hard to to get past that it's hard to get away from that and that's going to follow him now no matter what people are going to follow him and and i mean that's that's going to follow him no matter where he goes you know and, and the thing is though too over time like you know like the, the, the people that are offended they automatically just want to jump jump on him and string him up by the, the neck okay he was young stupid right you know he's, he's maturing now. See what he see what he does now. See where he goes from here. And you still could be mad at him. And I, I think that's I think that's the thing. And I think maybe that's what maybe some of the wrestlers were saying in their statement about Hulk Hogan was, you know, obviously he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but we're kind of having a wait and see attitude when it comes to what he does, as far which as which I think is the way you should his go. Contrition. With something like this, though, and again, as we know, with the internet age and with social media and everything like that, people love to virtue signal. People love to... You have to be out on top of it. You have to be part of the mob. So when yeah. something like this happens, you have to say, well, this guy doesn't deserve anything. He doesn't deserve a job. He doesn't deserve... He should be homeless in the street. He should be run out. He should be all this other stuff, blah, 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 because of, because of words he said when he was a kid. And if you don't agree with that, well, then you become the racist, and then the mob comes after you. That's exactly. a problem. That is very problematic. I think you have to take a look of, okay, this is something that he did when he was a kid. Let's talk to him. What what are his views and feelings are now? Look at some of the stuff that maybe he's done. Look at some of his tweets. Look at you know whatever else he's done since then. Since he's become yeah. an older person, since he's become a professional, see if there's been any change into what he's done and see what happens. And then see from here on out, is he going to work towards, you know, uh, making amends, you know, uh, apologizing, doing things for the community and things like that to help kind of be like, hey, listen, you know what? I was a kid. I was stupid. But this is... You know, that's obviously not who I am and blah, 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 blah. Go yeah. through that whole rigmarole. Or is he going to pull the, you know, I was young and stupid, really sorry, and then that be it and try to just say that as a, you know, the half sincere apology. You have to wait and see what happens. Uh, I, I, I prefer not to be part of the mob and wait and see. But again, in this day and age, you know, it's that is just what it is. So... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with this kid's career. That's all you can say. If, if, yeah. if uh, you know, if he if he doesn't pitch well, it's going to be real easy to not hold on to him. If he pitches well, then it becomes a little bit more of a decision for the Brewers. But, uh, you know. Well, yeah. 
uh, well, you know, again, it's the whole talent to punishment, you know, ratio. You know, Ben Ben Roethlisberger, he raped a girl allegedly in the bathroom, and you know, he, he's still there. So, <laughs> gotta make sure you put the allegedly in there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that is gonna do it for this week. Man, we had a wide gamut. We kind of just did a ramble, which is good. We had our first show in uh, in quite some time. I think it was yeah. a good one. Uh, we yeah, had it felt, together there. Felt good. So I, I, I'll tell you what, man. I enjoyed it. I thought we had a good time. We had some good discussions, which is always the best way uh, when you're doing a radio show is to, is to have a good discussion. Uh, but again, you can find us, Stay Tuned Sports, here uh, on the Twitter machine, uh, which we were just talking about. Hopefully, we don't have anything too badly on there. Uh, the show. <laughs> I'll have to go check. We we'll have to see. Yeah, let's go scrub, scrub, scrub. Uh, <laughs> you can find the show Twitter at st sports podcast. That is at st sports podcast. You can find my Twitter at king of skunk duck. That is at king of skunk duck. Uh, Jimbo, what's your Twitter? You can find me at Jimbo st sports. Uh, and so that is where you can find us on social media. Again, we always try to upload on Fridays, so make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. We are also on... Are we on TuneIn? Yes, we are. We are on TuneIn. We're on YouTube. Uh, you can find us over there. We post all that stuff when it, when we uh, when we post the show. We are everywhere you want to be, so you can listen to us wherever you are. Again, my name is King. And I'm your good friend, Jimbo. Did you forget for a second? Yeah, I... I, I... I laid way in. I, I don't even know what that was, but you have been listening to Stay. Jeez, now you got. Now I've caught it. I've caught it. I can't fix it. You've been listening to Stay Tuned Sports. See you later, everybody.